Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I am, I'm warning you, there's going to be full-on slobbering all over LeBron James for the next 24 hours in the echo chamber of sports conversation. This is what we're going to get. It is going to be disgusting. The, the, the media will be drawing a bubble bath for LeBron James. Is what oh, they're going to Oh, no. The fanboys in the media, they will be right there to lick the man's toenails. That's between the toenails. That's what they're going to do. Now, was LeBron James marvelous? Absolutely. Am I going to sit here on the radio and go on some kind of rant about LeBron James. Yeah, I wasn't that. No, I'm not going to do that. He's trash. That's not how I operate. I don't. I don't that's that's not it. Okay. Uh, but the Toronto Raptors 
and Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I'm told this was a plot, supposedly a big game. Uh, supposedly a big game. Uh, and Toronto hit the turbo button in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, it was like Jurassic Park, man. They went for it. Outscored Cleveland by 19 points in the second quarter. You're thinking, man, you're on the road. You're up by 17 points at halftime. Uh, you're going to win the game in Cleveland. This is going to be one of those signature regular season wins. And and then they had to play the second half. How did that go in the second half? Well, halftime adjustments. Just one thing I've preached about. Half The brilliant coaching of Coach James at halftime. And the, the Cavaliers came out and uh, they went turbo time in the second half. And so the stat line, which has been regurgitated, I believe it's 7,233 times in just the brief period of, uh, of, of time that's passed since this game ended. But the final line for LeBron, 35 points, 17 assists, no turnovers. No turnovers. And we're told by the, the nerds and the geeks, the basketball wonks, that that had never happened before. This, was, this, is, a, this is a historic performance. All right. Congratulations. That a boy. Way to go. Good job by you. Now let's discuss what the acting coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers had to say. Now LeBron is the actual coach, uh, but uh, this is this is Larry Drew. Yeah, Larry Drew. He's the current head coach because Ty Lue's got an ulcer from having to deal with LeBron James. But anyway. Uh, Larry Drew said, quote, I always say there is one game during the season that changes your team. That game can be early. It can be midway, he said. It can be late. There's always one game that kind of changes your team. The mindset, he said. Drew then indicated that he said, quote, I really believe tonight's game might have done that for us. All right, now you heard the weasel word, right? The weasel, it's obvious. I mean, the weasel word was just shouting out of the radio. Might, might is a weasel word. But for the purposes of our little Mallard monologue here, uh, let's give Coach Drew the benefit of the doubt. All right, the headline on this, it's kind of obvious, is the beginning part, that this come-from-behind effort, down 17 at halftime by Cleveland and LeBron James monster mashing in the second half, that this is a turning point for the Cavs. So the, the the discussion is this, and the question is, are you buying that? Is this the turning point for the Cavaliers? I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Now, now, my observations on this, you've got prisoner of the moment, back it up, and very thin margins. Now, you got all that in play. And there's this thing, we'll start with the fact that there's this recency bias that takes place when something just happened. I mean, this you can't get any fresher than this. This is right out of the frying pan. This is you know when you get fr- you get those fries and they come right out of the the deep fryer, man are those things good. The the oil dripping off them, man are they great. Really really good, right? Th- this is where we're at. It, it just happened and there's this romance going on with LeBron James, which I, I get. I totally get it. You know, I understand uh, where that's coming from. But it would be an overreaction to say, oh, this is going to be the point of demarcation. And now 
Now it is turbo time, and the and the Cavaliers are on their way, and they will never look back. I don't buy. First of all, Larry Drew is not even going to be the coach. He's not the coach right now. LeBron James is the coach. You know, the the the, uh, the Trailblazers. They've had a a pretty soft run here lately. They, they went on the the West Coast. They lost a couple games in L.A. And then they they lined up mostly cupcakes. And they, the the one good team they played recently is Portland, and they lost that game. But yeah, is this a turning point in, from the standpoint that the the Cavaliers are going to win their next couple of games? Yeah, they, their next couple of games are against the Phoenix Suns and the Brooklyn Nets. That's like a half day in elementary school when you're in the fifth grade. That's what that is. So yeah, they'll win their next couple of games. But I am not going to be a sucker. You can be the Rube and say, well, here it is. Here's the turning point. Yeah. They also gave up 129 points, Cleveland did, on their home court to Toronto. 129 points they allowed to the Toronto Raptors. And so the second thing here is back it up. Now, you don't back it up against the Suns or the Nets or even the Miami Heat. I mean, the, the, the issue is there's only so many quality teams in the NBA. In the Eastern Conference, there are three that stand out, right? The big three, you've got Toronto, Boston, and Cleveland during the regular season, and and the the Celtics are hanging on by a thread right now because they don't know whether Kyrie Irving is coming or going or whatever's going on. I mean, you know, what the hell's going on there Uh, with him? They like to to think in Boston they're going to know by this weekend that second evaluation on Kyrie Irving's knee. But let's assume he's able to play, which is, you know, I'm, I'm not that optimistic, but let's assume he's able to play. And then at that particular point, you got three teams. Now, the, the, the team that should be the most optimistic here is the Boston Celtics on the outcome of that game. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because Toronto certainly looked beatable at the end of that game, assuming Kyrie Irving comes back to the Celtics. Toronto, the way they, they wet their pants – in the late stages of that game, shows you that man, they're not quite past the neurosis that they've had in recent years in the postseason. And also from the other thing, and the last thing here about Cleveland in general, for all this this great talk about LeBron James and how great he was and, and just marvelous, uh, it becomes problematic from the standpoint for Cleveland to do a lot of good stuff in the playoffs. LeBron James is going to have to play very close to the way that he played in the game on Wednesday night. Now, it's easy to say, well, he's going to do that. Of course he's going to do that. He's he's uh, LeBron James. He's the smartest guy in the room. You know, he's got the highest basketball IQ and all that. Of course he's going to. You guys want me to turn my brain off because I'm, no. I have a huge basketball IQ? No, never, LeBron. God forbid. That would be so bad. How would we go on? You, you know, I feel like I'm a one-of-a-kind player. I'm a player that's this, that this league has never seen before, and I yeah. take a lot of pride in that, yeah. and I want to continue that you know, in the, in the near future. Yeah, I say the same thing. Overnight radio has never had a gas bag like me. Never. Never before. <laughs> no gas bag has ever been quite the same. Number one. <laughs> So, again, just the, the margins are thin in general, and uh, you look at that Cavalier roster, and they're not all there. They're not all there. There's some players that they they got that they think 
are going to be key parts that aren't playing those roles right now. Uh, is George Hill going to shoot 10 of 11 in the playoffs? Uh, LeBron James, is he going to have zero turnovers and 17 assists and and shoot the basketball as efficiently uh, as he did? Probably not. Uh, and, and so, yeah, the, the, the other thing is in the Eastern Conference, again, there's three teams. There's three teams. Toronto's got a mental block that they're have to they're going to have to get past. And you got the Celtics in Cleveland. I'm not buying the 76ers. They're a fraud. Uh, Indiana, forget about that. Washington, you kidding me? The Miami Heat, they do have the Miami flu, which could affect teams that play Miami. And then you got the Milwaukee Bucks, who were slayed by the good ship clips. I want to point that out. How do you stop the Greek freak? A pair of clippers. That's how you stop the Greek freak right there. That's all you do, pair of clippers. All right, so Ben Maller's show. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Uh, try, the, try the sandwiches. That's what I recommend. Go to hell, Bill Miller. Yeah, you go to hell. All right. Uh, anyway, we, uh, we're doing it here with Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. And what we've been accused, Eddie, of uh, having some favoritism, giving preferential treatment to some of the regular people that call our show. Cause we only what? Have, yeah, we only have like three people that call the show, and they just rotate in and out. That's <laughs> it. It's a great way to do radio. It's the, it's the good old boys network of, of uh, talk radio. It's how we do it, right? That's how we do it. It's, not two, not yeah. three. We clearly have a bias towards you know, weed man hippie and uh, not – well, we don't really have much of a bias for – for barbecuing Len, but he calls all the time anyway. We tell him not to call, but he still calls. And some of these other. We guys. definitely have a bias for Tammy in Montana. Well, I we like her. Yeah, definitely yeah. admit to that. Last hey, t- where are the white women at? Last time I got a sandwich, it took me two and a half hours to consume the sandwich. What's the over under on how long? Uh, knowing that we're doing talk radio, how long it's going to take to uh, get? Well, well, we'll put odds on that. But I, I want to point out before I forget, uh, this night is different than all other nights. Now, why is this night different? I know. You could say we're going to suffer from growing pains. You could say that because it, it is much like my advice to NFL teams when they draft these hot shot quarterbacks. I believe in baptism by fire. I say you throw them out there. It's a rite of passage. Eddie? Yes. We got a newbie night. Uh, yeah. We got a newbie night. It's newbie night. I'm a rookie. We got new. Now, Eddie, these are the rookies. The next generation. The next hot thing I like to on call the Ben them. Maller Show. This is a very accurate, updated term. The millennials all say this. These are young whippersnappers. They're going to call up, and they're going to just amaze you with brilliant conversation. We hope. No, no, it's going to be wonderful. Now, uh, No, th- no. Now, let's be honest. What? There could be some you know, Otanis out there that uh, come in with a lot of uh, expectations yeah. and, and whiff. But that we want to see that too. We want to see the yeah. whole thing. Well, you have to you have to balance hope and fear, right? You know, you're you're hoping you're hoping the calls are going to be good. You're fearing they're going to be terrible. You're feeling you're fearing they're all going to be barbecuing Len one after another. Line them up, a conga line of barbecuing. You, you lens, just don't you know, know and yeah. you, you could be surprised. Yeah. You could be shocked. Yeah. You could right. you could see what happened last night in Password. If you missed that, download oh, the podcast. That was a shocker. It was a bigger upset. In fact, this is true. The Elias Sports Bureau said bigger upset than uh, Maryland Baltimore County knocking off Virginia. We had in Password. You, just, the, you just don't know what's going to happen. It was in fact. Tune in. There was a survey done on Ranker Ranker dot com, and they said that upset was bigger than the USA hockey beating Russia. How about that? That's some hyperbole right there. No, nah, that's an accurate Judge for portrayal. yourself. Could Judge be right. for yourself. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, so just to, to point, it's newbie, and, and we always want to remind you that this evil plot that we have here might not work. No one can call. I mean, we, we're not. We don't know. We don't, we have regulars that call every night that we don't have to worry right. about. And they might try and call as well and so sneak me, yeah. by Coop. Let me throw a couple of questions at you guys okay. because we know inevitably we're going to get all these tweets saying, do I count as a, a newbie because I've called once and another time I stayed on hold? I know Coop hears that question constantly. All right. So the answer is yes. You're all, you all count. No, 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 no. Oh, is it the opposite? Well, no. Oh, I mean, how, how many yeah, times? going to tell us what the rules are. If I'm a no. caller and I've called the show a couple of times, but never outside of that, do I still count as a newbie? Uh, so if you, uh, I'm confused. So you've so, called a few times, but you're not, a, you know. Right, you're not a regular yeah. caller, but you have you called can. the show. Yeah, you, you can call them. Okay. I mean, we might not really like that, but you can call. You'd be like a villain, you know, kind of spoiled newbie. Now, but you, you're welcome to call. Okay, now you yeah. can gamble. We always do the over-under oh, yeah. on regulars getting in and fooling coop yeah um i'm gonna go lower this time the reason i'm gonna go lower is because angry bill who's no longer listening and calling regularly he's been good for two phony phone calls through koopa loop so he's not a nine-year-old girl he is not active in the militia right now he's on hiatus so i'm gonna have to lower it i'm gonna have to lower this uh i'm gonna go what what was the line last? It was like three, three. and a half. It was three. three, three right. and a half. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go two. That's it. Two. Anyone uh, want in on that? O- over or under two. How about well, two point one? How about that? So if there's like part of one that could <laughs> be a regular, we'll put that two point one just so we don't have a tie. I don't want to push. No push. No. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna go under because yeah. Coop right now is in a good place. He's in a happy place. He just had a delicious sandwich. I think he's gonna be on his game. Yeah. I would argue that he's now distracted because he's in a, a, a Zen moment and so <laughs> Well, you can argue that. That is that's that's yeah. not uh, an outrageous opinion. Yeah. Maybe he's fat and happy and, and doesn't care about anything. The enthusiasm that Coop had for that sandwich will not be the same to keeping the the regulars out. I'm going to go under because not only does he have the juicy sandwich in front of him, it is the 21st birthday of his famous movie today. So, oh, yeah, wow. parties, sandwiches. But, but Danny, to counter that, I'm also seeing on my Twitter feed that it's William Shatner's birthday as well. Yeah, so that, that is right. We have a lot of We have a lot of moving parts here. There's a lot of moving parts, and we want to wish William Shatner a very happy birthday. We're big fans of his. He's big fans of ours. He's a, I don't think anyone in Hollywood has embraced our show more than William Shatner. Yeah. Has anyone done more? Any any headline? I'm talking like headliner, icon, pop culture, titan. Uh, it's got to be Shatner. He loves me. He loves <laughs> I, I am so honored that this man with his decorated Hollywood career is still triggered by my name. I'm flattered. It's great. And he has an open invitation. If he It's his birthday. If he wants to come down here... And hang out with us. You're more than welcome. You're more than come on down. I'll give you. I got half my sandwich. I'll give you half my sandwich if you want. You know, might put you in the grave right now, but that's all right. You know, you can enjoy it. It's a good sandwich. Now, Ben, I have a question for you. Yes, Kubaloo. I'm right it's, here. It's somewhat unrelated. All right. But earlier today, you, uh, you I think you quote tweeted a, a couple of pictures that listeners had sent out. Yes. One of them was a yes. an old Maller Militia T-shirt. So, but they were both actually old Maller Militia T-shirts. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm referring to the Mad Clown one with the Oh, that's the, a good one. Yes. Art. yes. Yeah. Now, I have a question, though, because okay. I was taking a look at some of those some of those callers. Was there somebody named Unhappy Bill? 
Uh, yeah, there was a guy in Colorado that used to call the show. Yeah, not ang- he wasn't angry, Bill, but he was like unhappy, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> all right, wow. He was like divorced and like women hated him. He had to pay all his money to women and, he, and alimony and all. And he just was really upset with the world. Uh-oh. And his wife, if I remember correctly, it was he'd gotten, he'd been married a while. He got divorced. He'd like lost his job. And then his wife turned his kids on him. So the kids hated him. So he was really angry. And, and, but he was, and, not, and he, he was not angry, but he was unhappy. Yeah. And then he robbed a bank and. No, no, that's, that's got into. That's our oh. friend in Florida. From Nutley, New Jersey. That's what I was wondering if it was just like no, a, no, like a younger that. version. <laughs> he was no, unhappy. He was, all, and now he was he's also angry. he was an old dude too. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So there's there's not too much left that is available. There's not too much left uh, if you're looking to shop and you're looking for a bargain in the NFL. You gotta you gotta do a deep dive here because there's not a lot. Not a lot on the shelf, uh, shall we say. Uh, but one of those names, it's a pretty good name, is defensive tackle Indomicon Sue, the boy named Sue. Now, we have talked a lot, a lot on this show, more than we have other players in Indomicon Sue. I, for some reason, am fascinated uh, by his situation. He is yet to sign, and he has been flirting with random NFL teams traveling around the country trying to do his due diligence as he figures out where he's going to go and what he's going to do. And uh, so I I bring this up knowing that we have some information tonight. It hasn't been reported by Jay Glazer. It hasn't been reported by Adam Schefter. Um, and, And every once in a while, before I give you this story, every once in a while on our show, uh, there are people that happen to have friends. Uh, they they work uh, odd jobs or whatever. They uh, I've had stories come from all kinds of, of people that are uh, taxi drivers back when that was a big thing. Uber's the big thing now, or they happen to work at a hotel or uh, whatever it might be. The service industry, and they overhear something, and it turns out to be true. Uh, there's a, a listener who's been listening for seven or eight years, maybe longer than that, uh, who would be a case study in this because a, a, I, was, I heard that he had some information, so I reached out to him, and I asked him, I said, you want to come on the air? He said, I don't really want to. I'm not, I don't want to do that. I appreciate it, but I don't want to do it. But here's the story. And, and so I said, well, what's, you have a good source. He said, well, yeah, I've got a good source, and then uh, I can't get into it. Uh, but uh, he is reporting well, to us, he's passing it on because uh, he thinks he's got a good information here, that Indomitian Sue, who had met with the L.A. Rams, he canceled a meeting with the Raiders. He left Los Angeles to go back home. Well, at this hour, uh, Indomitian Sue has already flown back to Los Angeles. He's at a Four Seasons hotel in the Los Angeles area and we believe is going to sign a contract later today or certainly by the weekend, and he will be a Los Angeles Ram here in 2018. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, thanks to – I, I don't know if he wants me to give him credit or not. I don't know if I should give the guy – should I give him credit? I mean, should I – what do you think? Yeah? No? Should we just – we should own it for ourselves and all that? I or, mean, if he know. didn't want to come on the show, then I, I don't know if he would want yeah. credit either. Well, but he's been listening a long time. So. All so right, then I'll give him credit. No, no, you told me initially no, and now you want me to give him credit. I mean, I want to know who it is. You really want to know who it is? Yeah. I'm curious now. Was, uh, he's got the same name as Garcia over there. Yeah. But it's not Eddie. It's it's a different Eddie. Yeah. Hmm. You want more than that? 
What does his last name rhyme with? Um, it's very similar to that old uh, like dancer, Laker girl, musician from like thirty years ago. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't. I, I mean, that's that's his how he's known. It's a city destination. All right, so let's for the purposes of this, let's assume that our friend uh, the other Eddie is correct. He's Got some very reliable information here that Ndamukong Sue is about to sign with the Rams. He's back in the L.A. area at a Four Seasons Hotel uh, right now. Uh, very, very ramming nice. All day and ramming all night. That's right. All right, so so my thoughts on this, you've got uh, the Justice League, the odd couple, and the coolest kids around. All right, you got that. Now, we'll begin with the fact that the the L.A. Rams do not need Ndamukong Sue. I want to be very clear about this. Now, we believe this is about to happen, that we're ahead of everyone else. Adam Schefter's caught sleeping. Jay Glazer's taking a nap. Uh, all these NFL insider guys, uh, the rap sheet, I don't know what he's got going on. All right? So, uh, Ndamukong Sue's visit to the Raiders we know was canceled. It looks like he's going to the Rams. The, the Rams don't need Sue. This is kind of like when you've had a couple of pieces of, of, of pie and there's a plate of cookies. You don't really need the cookies. You've already had the pie, but you're like, well, the cookies are good too. I like cookies. Cookies are good. I want a couple of cookies. Why can't I have a couple of cookies? The Rams have already won the offseason. They've already got the trophy. They've had their parade. They've celebrated. They've been, they've been revered around the NFL. In fact, at the owners' meetings in Orlando next week, the Rams will pick up their offseason championship trophy. They are going to get that. It's very exciting. I uh, cannot wait. I think it's going to be just marvelous. I think they're going to be uh, do a great job with that. I don't know where they're going to put it. I'm not sure when the parade is. Wrong! But if you look at the front line of the Rams defense, it's it's headlined by Marcus Peters, greatest addition. Thanks to Kansas City for giving him away. Good job by you. They got him at one defensive back. And then, oh, look, look who's on the other side. Oh, that's right. Uh, nobody but Aqib Tlaib. You got LaMarcus Joyner. They are st- Stacked. They're absolutely stacked in the secondary. Now, do you know who the number? Do you know who the number one defensive frontline player is in the NFL? Oh, that's right, Aaron Donald. Guess what? He's a Ram. Who? Yeah, Aaron Donald is his name. Never heard of him. This is. Remember when you were a kid, you'd you'd read the comic books, or you'd watch the, the the TV show, the Justice League. This is the Justice League of defense. Okay, how is anyone going to score against this team? Seriously, I mean, how is any – this defense is stunning. You're going to have, uh, assuming this is true, uh, you're going to have Ndamukong Sue, Aaron Donald, and Michael Brockers up front. You're stacked. You're, you're loaded. Uh, you can't run. You can't throw. What the hell? You know what you can do? Punt. That's what you can do. That's how you beat the Rams. You punt. That's what you got to do. Now, there are conflicting stories about – in Damakansu. There are, right? Some people don't like him. They think he's he's an ogre and he's he's a terrible human being because he plays with an edge, right? Plays with an edge. Now, on our show, uh, we find him tremendously pleasing, whether he's a ram or not, because he gives us content. And he does things that cause people to react. And that's good. That's what we need. We need that kind of stuff because it's interesting conversation. It's uh, it's good to talk about. Uh, and you put him in the middle of that defense uh, and wherever he ends up playing on that defensive front, and you've got a Cyclops on one side. Uh, you know, the, the president's worried about 
a wall, the Rams have the wall. They didn't, it didn't cost them billions of dollars for the wall. They have the the walls right there, the L.A. Rams defense uh, with this in Domicon suit. you got ball-hawking guys in the secondary. <laughs> and, and, might I add, a very appealing situation. You would think that the L.A. Memorial Coliseum is like a large outdoor toilet bowl. Okay, with a, not as big a toilet bowl as the one in, in Oakland where the A's play, but the, the L.A. Coliseum is a dump. Go to hell, Bill Miller. And yet, the L.A. Rams are the coolest team in the NFL. Everybody wants to be a Ram. You know why? Because you can ram it all day and you can ram it all night. That's ram why. It and ram it all night. I'm not used to this. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not used to this. You know, normally when in school when there was a popularity contest, I wasn't the popular one. But now I'm, I, I feel like the aura of the Rams. I feel like there's an aura and it's rubbing off on me. Ram! Right? Like even I am the, the center of attention here, just like the Rams are. I am such a radio loser. Now, the final thing here on this, and again, if you're just turning on the show and you're a little late here, one of our longtime listeners, he uh, he's uh, passing on via some pretty good sources here that Indomitian Sioux right now at this hour, as we do the overnight show, is at a Four Seasons hotel in the Los Angeles area. He's flown back into the L.A. area, and the anticipation is he will sign a contract by the weekend, we think it's going to happen today, and he will be a Ram. Take that, Adam Schefter. Take that, Jay Glazer. Overnight radio. You guys, you guys sleep on your little silk sheets and all that. We do the heavy lifting. That's what we do. Stop this future atrocity. Breaking news, Maller. That is what we're doing right here. Breaking news. Going to be great. What number is Indomitian Sioux going to wear with the ring? No, but the last thing, the odd couple. It works. You know, the odd couple was a popular TV show back in the day before we were all alive. Uh, but you've got Millennial Magic. Millennial Magic, that's Sean McVay. Coolest, greatest millennial coach of all time. Players want to play for him. And then you got Grandpa Wade. Wade Phillips. It works. Sean McVay doesn't know anything about defensive football. When the Rams are on defense... He's drawing X's and O's on the sidelines. He's drawing cartoons, and Wade Phillips is doing everything. And then when the Rams are on offense, Wade Phillips goes back, and he sits down there, and uh, you know he does his thing. It works. It absolutely It's all come together. Now, I have not been to a Super Bowl. I'm not invited to that. I'm going to let my boss know. I'm going to send him an email once the Sioux thing's official. I, I'm demanding a, uh, a seat on Radio Row. In Be fired. In Atlanta. Because uh, the Rams are going to not only be in – they've already won the NFC. The Eagles are done. The Eagles, haven't even played a game. It's over for the Eagles. <laughs> it's all over for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. Super Bowl 53 will be played in 317 days from today at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to Sunday, February 3rd, 2019. I will be in the press box. I will be a couple seats over from my BFF, Tony Romo, who will be calling that game. How? It's all coming together. Homosexual. The Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Romo's going to be calling the game. It's on CBS next year. This is perfect. No, you play your little crickets all you want. I don't care. This is this is big. This is humongous. All right, thanks. Uh, th- and if you have any uh, information like this in the future, if you come across something like this, pass it on.
pass it on. But Ben, a- after but, we were done with Tinderoni tips on yesterday's show during the overtime on Periscope, you said you thought Sue was too old. That's a lie. You you, you just no, you you, 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 I never said that. Oh my God, Eddie! Was I never there. said that. I never said such a thing. Yes, you did. You're making that up. I never said. Oh, that. Oh, I can't wait till. I believe I, I believe what I did say was that uh, don't assume he's going to the Raiders. He, I'm here. He's having a good time in L.A. Did I not say that? Well, look, the Raiders only had sixteen million dollars available. And they, yeah, and yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, you you yeah, reported yeah, it on yeah, this show, yeah, 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 yeah. wise guy. Uh-huh. You said that Sue straight up said, "All I care about is money." <laughs> That's what he said. You hate athletes like that. No, I love it. I love uh, it. I'm the same way. I don't. You, you're I, so full I don't of just it. come in here for Taco Bell gift cards, buddy. I don't. <laughs> I get hot sauce packets. <laughs> I get extra large uh, sodas. I get the the nacho fries. I get the whole menu. The whole menu. It's great. Uh, ben in Michigan writes in. He says, uh, "Keep cheering. Just wait until Sue stomps on Jared Goff's throwing hand when he throws a fit in practice." Well, that, you're a hater, Ben. Number one, screw you. And number two, <laughs> you little weasel. Uh, let me point out, we're going to play a new game. I'm I'm going to debut this next NFL season. Which quarterback will Sue take out? Is it going to be Jimmy G? Is it going to be Russell Wilson? Is it going to be Sam Bradford? Uh, the favorite Sam Bradford because he's made out of glass. So you no! go Sam Bradford's the favorite on that. But he gets two shots at Russell Wilson. He'll get two shots at Jimmy G. This is going to be – oh. Now, do they have to miss any time for it to count as a legitimate injury? Well, it's, yeah, it's got to be – he's got to miss a game. So one game. Well, one game, yeah. Which quarterback will the boy named Sue take out? That is, that's going to be good. Oh, this is good. This is good. Eugene in Chicago writes in, ram it all day, ram it all night. And that's what he says right there. Whew. It's going to be boring, though. I, can, I feel, can, can you sound the horn already so we can get a reasonable voice on? No, no. I, I want to point out here that it's, it's actually bad for our show because we're not going to have anything to talk about. The Rams could go 16-0. and This could be an undefeated Ram team during the regular season. And of course, you go 16-0, you've got to go 19 and I didn't introduce him. I'm not done. I've got more information here that I want to pass on. I'm excited. Danny, how often do we be sensible? How often do we get stories like this? You should should not be discouraging Ben. You should be encouraging Ben. What happens every time he does this? This All the Clippers are going to win the NBA title. What happens there? The Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers are going to win it. They won the pennant. It's you, Darvish's fault. They won the pennant. We've seen this movie before, Danny. Let him go. He's being run free. Ben. You Darvish is being punished. He's going to be forced to wear the Cub uniform. That's punishment. Oh, that's, so. Yeah, it's really a punishment. You have to live in Chicago. Mike, you know how yeah. horrible Chicago is in the summer. I've heard My it's God. wonderful. What a terrible city. The Rams are going to ambush teams is what they're going to do. This is an ambush situation by the Rams. They're going to spit roast the NFC West is what they're going to do. I'm not done. Spit roast? Yes. If, I haven't if, heard that one before. If they're, all, if they're not all suspended <laughs> by the league, you have three of the biggest punks Ooh, in the NFL yeah. right See, now. You know what that is? That, the word for that is intimidation. Yeah, the right. NFL is scared of the Rams. <laughs> yeah. They're scared of the Rams. I love it. Keep talking <laughs> that trash. Keep talking that trash. Uh, I, I, I yeah. advise you to keep yeah. doing the same. I am. I'm Curse. just getting started. Good. Good. Curse of the Ben That's exactly 100% uh, Our right. friend Eddie, uh, the other caller, Eddie. Well, he didn't call, actually. He just, he's on Twitter and stuff, but he uh, he's the guy. Sent me the message. Tip, I was tipped off to it. I sent him a message. He confirmed. He said, here's what I have. And uh, we believe it to be accurate. So we'll find out if that's uh, that's the case. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. It's a newbie night. We haven't taken enough calls. It's newbie night. Let's take a new call real quick. Safi Talk in Rhode Island. Who? Safi Talk. It's a newbie. Hello, Safi Talk. 
Who? Love is bad. Oh. It's easy because it's beautiful. And that's not a newbie. Too. That's Safi. I don't. That's know. not a newbie. That's a newbie. That's one. That's a newbie. I don't know what you're talking about. This is how, I, this how did he hit that high note? This is Safi talk. talk is in the house. What's up, baby? Hello, Safi. So nice to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Very and, nice. You know, usually I call your Boston show because I like yeah. to keep our relationship on the low. I understand. Well, my right cousin now. told me to call you, and you want the world to know about us. I, I do. Not what we have. <laughs> well, we have a great friendship, a radio nice. friendship here. It's very nice. There's a great bond that we have here, Safi. Talk. Mm-hmm. That I love when you're in a good mood. It makes me so happy. Yeah. And I'm looking at a picture of you right now online. <laughs> no, can, I, can I give you a compliment, Ben? No, no, I don't, need, no I, I don't need that. I'm, I'm okay. Ben, yeah. you are like one big chunk of white chocolate. <laughs> well, that's very kind. Yes. Racist. What? I got a bit of a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look at the <laughs> time. So Unbelievable, Safi Talk. I, now, can you can you text your friend Real Talk? And is, is, is Real Talk listening, by the way? Well, that's my cousin. That's my Who? cousin. Oh, your he cousin. Told me, he told yeah. me to call you. <laughs> in, interesting. So you live in, now, Safi Talk lives in Rhode Island, but Real Talk mm-hmm. doesn't live in Rhode Island. Real Talk lives in New York. That's where Real no, Talk No, no, no. He lives in New York. I live in Rhode Island, Providence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Providence. Interesting. Look at that. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, very say? nice. Very nice. That's why I get your local show. You I understand. I hear you. I hear you. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. I must go, but thank you. It's very nice. Okay, let me ask you something. Let me ask yes. you. Who's that, who's that young boy that answers the phone? Because he's cute as hell on the phone. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Justin Cooper is his name. Justin. Oh, Cooper. I got to give me some of that. Justin, you are so lucky to have that young boy working <laughs> under you. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. All right. Bye. There you go. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, there she is. I'm out of the closet right now. Big time. Interesting. Pretty well. Okay. Uh, really quick, Ben. Yes. I know we got to pause for the cause. Yes, we do. Can you go back to page 11 on your script for tonight's show? There's no script. I yeah. Page 11, real quick. Oh, ad lib. Sassy well. talk, not saffy. What did I say? Saffy talk? Saffy. Yeah, like oh, saffy. Saffy talk. Who goofed? I know. <laughs> Well, it's a new caller. I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. I love how you're correcting that made-up name. I mean, it's, it's so funny. You're, like, correcting a name the person because, made up. Yeah, because Safi doesn't make any sense, though. No, it's funnier that way. It's hilarious. Safi. It's great. Man, don't you know not to correct on the air? Didn't you learn that in radio school? What the hell's wrong with you? For the ben, guys on Twitter. how dare not you? Not correcting you. I'm correcting the script. Oh, the script. Okay, well, there you go. That makes all the difference in the world. Well, okay. Fortunately, Danny, this is just all, you know, just a run through. All right, it's newbie night. Are we real, just going to do commercial free radio? Is that what we're going to do here? Let's just not play any commercial. We'll just keep talking. Call right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubaloo. Ben, yes. Let's just yell each other's names out. <laughs> Richard over. Sherman is getting a lot of criticism for negotiating his own contract. Yeah, seen as a heathen now. Yes, many people disapproving of the final version. Now, he defended his negotiations and continues to stand by his decision to serve as his own agent. Ben, do you think his contract is as bad as everyone is making it out to be? No, I do not. And I will stand by my man, Richard Sherman. Now, he's finish way behind the Rams in the NFC West. But this contract is absolutely 
You you can defend it. You can absolutely defend it. I'll tell you why. A, Richard Sherman is about to be 30 years old. He's recovering from a pair, not one, a pair of Achilles injuries, including surgery on one of them. There's no guarantee that he returns to elite form. He's going to come back, but how good is he going to be? He's damaged goods. Sherman is with a team he handpicked. This is the path that he chose. You can't rip another guy when that's what they chose. Nobody forced him to sign with the 49ers. He was his own agent. He wanted to play for the 49ers. And B, there is there's so much irritation in the agent community with Richard Sherman doing his own contract unaided by representation. These agents are freaking out. They're circling the wagons here. The, the fear is that other players are going to act independently, and that'll cut into the very thin margins that agents get. And so they're, they've now decided to go on a smear campaign against Richard Sherman. Screw you, agents. Next. Now, one NBA scout just compared Trey Young's potential to that of Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> uh, Jimmer was out of the NBA after only five years, so this is a far cry from the Steph Curry comparisons, Ben. Yeah. Which end of the spectrum do you think Young is closer to? Uh, none of the above. Uh, no, listen, n- number one, Steph Curry, the greatest outside shooter of this generation, bona fide star uh, who's on the fast track to all-time great status, assuming his, his gimpy ankles don't give out. Jimmer Fredette, a college legend, right, who, by the way, Koopa Loop, is averaging – Almost 37 points a game in the Chinese basketball league. He is dominating Shanghai. He owns it, right? The Shanghai Sharks. He's the next Stefan Marbury? Yeah, they're going to make a museum for him in China. And number two, Trey Young, I have him as Buddy Heald. I'm not going off that in the NBA. Uh, That's code for average, doesn't move the needle. I'll give him a 3% chance Trey Young ends up becoming a, a headliner in the NBA, but no, there's a 97% chance a 97% chance he's average. Uh, all right, next. Now, Ben, uh, there are reports, and uh, Eddie, Eddie mentioned it a little bit. There are reports that the competition committee could consider clarifying the parameters of a catch by requiring a third step be taken to be called a catch. What do you think of this particular caveat? Yeah, I, I think it's great. I think that what they should do is have the player, while catching the ball, prepare a pastrami sandwich. And as long as they don't get any mustard on their uniform, that's a catch, right? If they have, a, a, there's a little drop of mustard on their jersey, that ain't a catch, right? It's all, it's all silliness. Okay? It's, it's, it's all, here's what you use common sense, right? We all have eyes. It looks like a catch. It's a catch. You know, screw this up. Stop. Leave it. I mean, it's so stupid. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? I love pastrami. You pass. That's the winner. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. A Buffo Sacco edition of Ask Ben. Pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop, Justin Koopa. Well, Ben, I'm, I'm going to start off getting personal. Uh, you know, just might as well not hold back any punches. You don't have to. No, I'm no, going to, I'm though. good. I don't need that. It's funny. I'm fine. You know. It's funny. Trust me. Uh, ben, this is a question for you. Okay. Ben, Johnny from Florida, you are always advertising. Hi, Johnny. Yeah. You're always advertising the sleep number bed. Maybe you can answer this question or not, but is it a good bed for making love in? Will it hold up? <laughs> Will it hold up during a couple hours of wild lovemaking? Wow! Look at you, you big stud! You how dare you? Uh, no, here's what I would say. 
Uh, and it is, I love the sleep member bed. <laughs> You've but, only tested it for three minutes. Um, yeah, I'm no more than it's like I'm, I'm good for ninety seconds. But here's what you need. All right, seriously, you gotta you, your sleep number might be like forty or fifty, but when you're when you're in the love making process or process, you gotta set that to a hundred. That's my advice. You set that bad boy to a hundred. Otherwise, <laughs> there'll be some some things that are gonna be awkward. You might put yeah, anyway. All right. Next. All right, Ben. Uh, How about that? Put that in a sleep number commercial. All right, next. <laughs> this is a question for the whole crew. This is from yeah. Ernie on Twitter. Hi, Ernie. When was the last time you actually read a book cover to cover, and what was the book? Oh, God. Um, it's been a while. I I do a lot of my – I'm online reading all the time. I'm constantly reading stuff online. Uh, but the last book I read – that's a good question. I have there's a, there's a couple of books I have at my house – but I haven't opened them, uh, so I can't even remember the last book I read. I don't know, I, but I read every day. I'm reading like you know, seven, eight hours a day. What about you, Eddie? I can't re- uh, believe I remember this, but you know, we get free books here. You know, people are promoting oh, well, their th- books. Those don't count, though. Those are sports books. Uh, sports books don't count. Nah, they don't count. Well, then never mind. I don't, I don't know when I re- read my last book. Then, if that you actually count. bought and stuff like that, you no. know. No. Oh. Danny well, there G. goes that. But we're really our culture <laughs> people, aren't we? No. You know, yeah. I, I actually do read a couple books a month, but they're they're kind of like 007 books. I like adventure adventure stories. Choose oh, your own that, adventure? Yeah. Yes. No, not choose your own adventure. <laughs> that was middle Nancy, school. Nancy Drew? No, the author is Stuart Woods, and Stone Barrington is the name of the, the dude that all the, the series is. It's like a series yeah. of books, yeah. You know what I really like though, and I, this doesn't count. And he but, gets all these chicks. He's always having threesomes. You know what I love? I love these those books that are like. I guess they're kind of like pop up books. No, like no, no, like well, those are good too. Where's the, Waldo books? No, like the bathroom reader books that have the fun facts. Those don't really count as books though. Like I love those. Like the origins of stuff. Like I have a book in my uh, the Maller Mansion. It's like you know where you know teapots originated from, or something. You know, random stuff, or where the you know things like that. It's, I like it. All right, next. Or, or Coop, rather. What about you, Coop? I'll overlook you. <laughs> um, actually, I think the last book that I read was The Hunger Games. Yeah? Yep, right after I saw the movie with Jennifer Lawrence. Was what was? Oh. It was a while yeah. ago. She wasn't in the book, though. No, but... <laughs> in his mind, she was. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is an interesting one. This is for the whole crew. I'm excited about that. Uh, from, uh, it's from Dan on Facebook. Hi, Dan! Uh says, would you be willing to take an embedded chip if it meant you didn't have to carry a wallet, driver's license, credit card, car keys, etc.? <sighs> no, I'm too far in, man. I, I, I like carrying that stuff. I, I'm into it. I don't need a chip. I, I like chips. I eat them all the time, but I don't need a chip in my body. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, I would, I, I'm all about convenience. I really? don't like carrying all that crap around. Sure. I love it, though. I'm, I feel like a real adult that I, if I don't lose my keys, my wallet, my phone. There's somebody that works at this company, I'm not going to name them, who's losing his phone and his wallet all the time. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah anyway. Danny? Yeah. Um, man, that's a tough one. You know, I'm a, I think I'm more like Eddie. I, I like not having anything in my pockets or having to worry about any belongings, so I, I think I would be down I like for the, it. I like to hold the phone in my nah, hand. See, I like I to have something in front of me. I like that. The know? phone's one thing, but like credit cards and debit cards and all that stuff, I don't want to babysit that stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool, I mean, it's a tough one for me because I'm all about the convenience, and I think that'd be cool. But I don't you feel like an adult when you pull your wallet out? You put, you know, I, mean, I feel like a grown-up when no, I do I'm, that. No, I'd like it. I'd feel really, like, futuristic if, <laughs> with, with, with this kind of situation. But I until, have a, Until I, that chip kills you, and then you... Yeah, I yeah. have a crippling fear of needles, so, I mean, I, I imagine that would be... I don't mind. Like, it would be just a little needle. Uh, how did you big. get that neck tattoo, then? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> He's got the Aflac, actually, in the back there. He's got the Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Ben, since we're running out of time, I'm going to ask a quick one to this All newbie right. night. We've already answered it before. How many hours of sleep do you get on average per night? It's from Just Josh. Uh, on the weekend, I get like nine. During the week, and really no more than four and a half if I'm lucky. I mean, it's bad. It's not good. And my wife, she yells, she yells at me all, you got to sleep more. And I say, like, I got stuff to do. I can't, I can't be sleeping. All right, there. Uh, thank you all for your questions, and I appreciate that. If you didn't get your question read, because uh, it's probably because it sucked, uh, but send it in maybe next week. Maybe next week it'll make the cut, and back to newbie night we go, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.